overwhelmed by clutter when you walk through the door? Are you tired all the time and stuck just getting by? With each day being a carbon copy of the next and no time or space for yourself? Hi, I'm Sarah and I was you, so I understand. You're a busy mom, whether at home or working full time, feeling like you're in survival mode. There isn't time for more because you're just putting out fires, overwhelmed by all the stuff and aching for something more. That's what the Simple Intentional Podcast is here for, to support you. Whether it's to clear clutter, ditch the overwhelm, and create ease and simplicity, figure out how to be more intentional in your life, or inspire you into action. Each week, I'll share things like practical and actionable tips you can start using immediately to start living more intentionally and create your life, as well as interviews with people that will inspire and educate you. I'm a full-time working mom, wife, and lover of all things simple. After a stage four cancer diagnosis in 2014, I started on a path to change how I was living. And I'm sharing with you everything that has helped me move from a stressed out, people-pleasing perfectionist to calm, in control, and feeling like the best version of myself. So grab your earbuds, a cup of tea, and join me to start making powerful shifts in your life today. This is about so much more than stuff. Hello, and welcome back to the Simple and Intentional Podcast. I'm Sarah, and this week I'm sharing with you a talk I did on making decluttering routine. I believe in this so strongly. I think the things that we can work into our daily lives, that we can make habitual and part of who we are and how we move through our days create ease and simplicity for us. This also allows us to practice building the muscle of being decisive because decluttering is ultimately making decisions. It's making decisions about what matters to us and what doesn't, what we want to keep and what we want to let go of. And as long as we own stuff, we will have to make decisions about it. So the more that you can build this type of decision making into your daily life, the less chances um, you have of things becoming cluttered and overwhelming. Because you're routinely saying when you're brushing your teeth, oh, that medication's expired or oh, that's garbage. And you're just chipping away. You're making small decisions all the time. And the more you practice that, the easier it becomes. So I really hope you enjoy this talk. I have found that this in particular mindset shift has really had a big impact on how I live my life and how I've reduced overwhelm and how I've created simplicity in my own life. So enjoy. Hi there, my name is Sarah and I'm from Simple and Intentional. I started Simple and Intentional after overcoming my own overwhelm. I'm a full-time working mom. I was dealing with clutter and laundry and all the things that we have to do all the time, and I was completely overwhelmed. I found it really hard week to week because I felt like I had no free time. I was constantly dealing with stuff, just shuffling things from one place to another. Things never felt clean. And so I started to get rid of stuff. Um, It was a slow process for me. Um, I started first when um, I was diagnosed with cancer in 2014 and I started to like really tackle um, 
the beliefs I had about myself, who I was. I dealt with my people pleasing and my perfectionism or began to anyways. Um, and then I became a mom and my overwhelm and the my relationship with stuff really shifted again because I just couldn't keep up. You know, I was moving things from one place to another. Things never felt clean. I was just overwhelmed and stressed all the time. I didn't feel like I could relax in my own home. And so I started to get rid of things. And the more that I got rid of things, um, the more space that I created, the better I felt. And I started to notice some things too, like what was my attachment to things? Why did I acquire things? How did I feel inside? I tackled my own sense of scarcity and why I felt I needed to hold on to things or acquire things. And so it was really a slow process um, of change for me, but it really helped me release my attachment to stuff and be able to declutter uh, so much more easily to choose what I wanted to have in my home because it felt good to me and it added to my life. Um, and then all those little like chapchikas and things that I had around before as decor, um, while they used to be something that brought me joy, started to be a source of stress because I had to dust them and I had to maintain them. And, you know, these are the kind of thoughts that we start to recognize when um, you start tackling your stuff is you realize that everything you own uh, comes with a cost. And so you have to just decide if that cost is worthwhile to you. So Simple Intentional really came from um, my own struggle with overwhelm and my own struggle with stuff. And I found my way through. I found really great systems and routines that helped me to tackle my clutter and to feel so much better um, in my own life and to find space for myself so I had time for self-care and fun and relaxation instead of constantly feeling like I needed to be doing things to stay on top of stuff. So that's where Simple Intentional came from. Um, and so I just want to chat with you a little bit today about um, making decluttering routine because I think that this is the secret. Um, I know my old perfectionist self used to really, really struggle with um, trying to accomplish projects like this where I felt like I needed to have all the materials, I needed to, you know, get a long weekend and tackle it all at once and just check it off the list. And a lot of what's helped me in dealing with clutter and changing my life and simplifying and living more intentionally is that I have moved away from that kind of thinking, um, especially as a mom, and I'm sure many of you can relate to this, that we don't have tons and tons of time in the same way that we did before we had kids, you know? Um, it's not like we get to come home and have a whole evening free to ourselves to do whatever we want to do. You know, we're taking care of others. We're, you know, keeping on top of our routines. Um, so what I have discovered is that where people kind of get... Um, like overcomplicate this is by trying to tackle decluttering as a one and done type of situation because it's not. Um, any problem that we have in our lives or any change that we want to create 
is going to be a process because we need to think about it like we're becoming someone else or we're starting to live our life differently and we're going to be doing things differently than we've done before. So um, in order for us to do that, um, it's going to take us time to like shift inside, to like make those realizations, to think differently. So um, I really stand behind making decluttering routine because we can sneak in these little actions and we can make things happen on a regular basis when we build it into the routines that we have in our day-to-day -day lives. So for example, um, uh, I'll just, sorry, I'll draw it back for a second. When we overcomplicate stuff and we try to make it happen all in one weekend, we're not actually, um, we're not actually creating that shift. So even if you take a weekend and you declutter your whole home, let's say, you've just spent your whole weekend dealing with clutter, probably not having any fun, and guess what? It's probably gonna come back because you haven't really tackled why you have clutter in the first place. And so, again, the reason that I really stand behind making decluttering routine and something that you do on a regular basis is because over time, you are going to start to understand yourself. You're going to start to see your relationship with stuff. You're going to start to make those shifts. So although you could make a huge difference in one weekend, it's not going to stop there. And if you do stop there, it's going to be something that comes back to you because you haven't really dealt with the root of it. So don't overcomplicate it. Just Make it something that you do in small ways on a regular basis. And I promise you, in six months from now, you're going to have a huge, you're going to feel a huge difference in your home. A year from now, you're going to be a totally different person and you're going to be living totally differently. So don't try to rush the change. I know it's tempting because we see all these great transformations all the time and people have like changed their life overnight. But what I've come to realize is although it might appear that way, that people have changed their life overnight, they actually haven't. What they've been doing is doing the work. You know, there's a lot that precedes that in whatever way they've been doing the work. And if they've created lasting change, then there was a lot that happened before that. Um, and if there wasn't, they're probably going to come back to the problem again and struggle with it again. So instead of trying to check this off your list, let's focus on slow, steady, and becoming somebody that, um, that you want to be and creating the life that you want to live and doing it in small ways. So, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about how to do that. Okay, so if you want to build decluttering into your routines, let's think about a typical day. Maybe you wake up in the morning and you go into the bathroom and you turn on the shower or you brush your teeth or you whatever, you use the bathroom. One small way you can start is just by pulling open the drawer or opening the cupboard, whatever it is, when you reach for your toothpaste or your hairbrush or whatever it is, just take a minute, two minutes, if you have a little extra time, maybe five minutes, and take a look through that drawer. 
And what do you find? Do you see makeup that maybe you don't wear or you've worn once but you don't really use routinely? Maybe you have expired medication or like, you know, maybe there's just a bunch of junk in there (laughs) because that happens to all of us. Maybe there's a bunch of tangled hair elastics or like a broken comb or whatever it is, but take a look. And if there's stuff that's garbage, throw it out. If there's stuff that's expired, get rid of it. If it's something you don't use, get rid of it. And just make small decisions in the moment that are easy to make. Because what you're doing is you're starting to build your capacity for making decisions, which is really, really powerful and really important. So you're doing that, but you're also slowly tackling the problem. So now let's say you move from the bathroom to the kitchen because now you're going to make your coffee or you're going to start breakfast or you're going to do something like that. And you pull open a drawer uh, or you open the fridge or you do something to get a utensil or an ingredient. So take a moment wherever you are and maybe you notice, oh, those are leftovers that we're not going to eat. And you just toss those in your compost or however you dispose of food. Or maybe you pull open the drawer to get a spatula and you realize you have three spatulas. You don't really need three spatulas, you think to yourself. So you pull one out and what's handy to have on hand while you're doing this process is a box for donations and a maybe box. And I'll come to the maybe box a little bit later. So you're going to just toss that extra spatula into your donation bin and that's it. So you've decluttered something and maybe you're saying to me, okay, hold on a second. That's one item. And yeah, it is one item, but you know what? You can get rid of one item every day. You can get rid of 10 items every day if you do it through your whole routines as you move through the day. You can slowly chip away at this. And I'm telling you at the end of the week, you could have gotten rid of 30 items. So instead of feeling as an overwhelmed mom or a busy mom, maybe you're not overwhelmed, but you're just busy. You don't have tons of time, but you do wanna tackle this problem. You don't have the luxury of a three-hour chunk of time for you to go through your whole kitchen and then have to put it back together again. Because don't forget that. Because what can happen to us when we try to tackle things all at once is we may make this really great progress, but then, oh, the kids are coming home now, or I've got to shift over to this next thing. And then you have to leave everything out and it's super overwhelming. So What I really want you to think about is not like how little the action is, but how those little actions are going to add up consistently. So here's another example. So maybe now you're going to go throw in a load of laundry um, or you're going to get your kids clothes out. So I really like laundry and um, when we're getting dressed as a great way to declutter clothes because you're sorting clothes anyways as you're putting them into the laundry. So it's a great time to be like, oh, that sock has a giant hole in it. Or you know what? My daughter doesn't actually wear this shirt very often. This was kind of a one-off or it's getting too small. And it's just a great time to sort through things. So there's another time where you can just skim off things slowly. Um, Another place that I love, love to get rid of clothes Um, maybe you're like me and you find clothing a really challenging area. I certainly did. Um, there's a lot wrapped up in our clothing. So, you know, you're gonna, um, 
start decluttering clothes. And by the time you get to the end, I think you're going to have a different relationship with clothing. But um, this is one of my favorite tips. So when you get dressed, if you put clothes on your body and you immediately think to yourself, oh, I don't want to wear this. Like it's uncomfortable. It's too tight. Oh, these are the ones that stretch out and I have to pull them up all day. Or, oh, it's like buttoning up, but it's gaping or whatever it is. Um, that's your time to either declutter that piece of clothing and get rid of it altogether, or you can put it into your maybe box. And so the maybe box is a really, really great tool. And I love it for clothing because, um, you know, clothes, I don't know what it is about them, like our relationship to our bodies, um, you know, the expense, or we feel like we're not going to be able to find it again, or whatever it is. But it's a great time to take that item and put it in a maybe box. So a maybe box is a box you literally or a container of some kind, a bin or whatever, that you put things that you are uncertain about. So it's not a definite no, but it's not a definite yes. And you're not really sure if you want to hold on to it or you want to get rid of it, but you're just not ready to make that decision yet. So although I'm encouraging you to be decisive throughout this um, and build the capacity for that, because a lot of clutter is unmade decisions. So we have to practice building the confidence to say, yes, I'm keeping this and no, I'm getting rid of this. But it comes with time, I promise. Um, but the maybe box is going to really just help you process. Um, and, you know, when you come back to it, it's going to be quick decisions. Um, you're going to realize when you come back in a month or two months of like practicing this that actually, no, I don't like that shirt or I've been living in clothes that I do like and that feels good. I don't want to go back there. So when you get dressed in the morning, um, that's a really great time to make decisions. The other strategy that you could use, which I recommend, is that you could make yourself wear the clothing. So make yourself um, wear those pants that feel like they're uncomfortable <laughs> and decide at the end of the day. And maybe you're going to say, man, I hated wearing those pants all day. They're gone. Or, you know, I thought this shirt was going to feel better than it did. Forget it. And, you know, um, that's just like a great decision making tool because if you at the end of the day of wearing something that made you feel uncomfortable um, are still going to want to keep it, then um, the process may take longer for you. But just think about that. Like, why is it that you want to hold on to something that feels really uncomfortable to you and that you don't love? So um, I'll give you another couple of examples. Um, Another one could be um, outerwear. So when you start to head out the door and you're digging through stuff to find what you need, especially if you experience winter like I do, um, you know, we can accumulate a lot of accessories and a lot of stuff for the outdoors or things that get held onto year to year. And just take a look when you're digging through for those gloves that are the your go-to gloves and you come across like three other pairs, that's a great time to make a decision about which ones you're going to keep and which you're going to let go of. And of course, it's great to have extras. Um, it's handy. But, you know, a lot of us can end up having, especially for kids, three or four sets of things that we're never using and we don't need. So 
that's what I mean about building decluttering into your routines. Um, and another reason that I really, really stand by this is because you can start immediately. You don't need to have a big weekend to have the time to do this. You can stand up from this and go to the bathroom and get rid of a few things and just literally take a few minutes to do that. And the feeling that you get from taking action and beginning to create space is in a lot of ways the same feeling that you get when you do like a big declutter. <laughs> so you're still gonna notice the space that you created in the drawer. You're still gonna notice how much easier it is to find things and you're still gonna feel good because you took action. So just remember that it's also all about how we feel and if we can create the same type of feelings in a small way that we can do regularly that's a really big gift so remember that these this small consistent action is also building you into the person that you want to become if you want to become more decisive if you want to live in a clean and calm space if you want to like be able to buy less or have your less stuff on surfaces and like be able to find things and move through your routines with more ease that is who you are creating because you're making decisions that lead you towards that kind of living so don't um, don't like sweep it under the rug and think this isn't enough because I'm telling you it is and it's the surest way to creating a different um, relationship with your stuff. And that feeling of overwhelm is going to start to reduce more and more and more the more action you take. You're going to build your confidence. You're going to feel good because you're doing something about the problem. So. Um, remember that this stuff will go in waves too because you may start that drawer and um, you might get rid of one thing one day but another day you might actually have more energy and you might decide I'm going to tackle this whole drawer or this whole closet and I'm going to get rid of 15 things because I feel like I'm, I'm able to do that today I've got the motivation I've got the energy but it's okay if you don't and it's okay if you take a rest and it's okay if you only get rid of one thing. The important thing is that you're showing up to it consistently. You're saying, this is what I want to do. And you're continuing um, to, to contribute energy towards solving the problem. So it will go in waves. And, you know, there's um, also the real side benefit of like building the habit of the decisiveness, like I said, building the habit of perhaps putting things away or building the habit of tidying up a little bit more. So these things coincide with this type of action. Um, and so the other thing that I really want to say is that I think um, the thinking that goes along with taking action, there are questions that you can start to ask yourself, thoughts you're going to notice that come up. And this is really... Um, this is really where the change happens is when you start to notice um, as you pull something out of your drawer, why am I keeping this? Why is this hard for me to let go of? And start to ask yourself those questions. You don't have to have the answers right away, but it's really, really beneficial and really important to ask yourself those questions because we really, um, 
we really need to start to examine and not just move through life and have things happen to us. We need to really start to examine where these things come from and become more intentional. And those small questions you ask yourself along the way, that's how you're going to get there. So um, I hope that this has been really, really helpful. Um, and I would just love to hear from you um, via my Instagram if you have any questions at Simple Intentional. I love connecting with women. Um, I love supporting you. Um, I'm also going to leave you with a few strategies that I think will be really helpful for you. So I mentioned the maybe box and I mentioned making yourself wear the clothing. The other thing I want to say is that um, if you feel really stuck to get started, a really great tool is a timer because um, you just have to do the action for as long as the timer is set. So if you're feeling really low energy and you set a timer for two minutes, that's awesome. You've still showed up. You've still done it. So you know, use the timer. You could set it for 20 minutes. Um, a lot of people get in the habit with their family of creating a 20 minute tidy up every night, which is, I really encourage you, um, because this also shouldn't be just on you. This should be everybody working together in your home, but, um, Getting others involved to put things away where they go is a great way that they can start to be involved, especially your kids. Um, I know my daughter loves helping me. Um, she doesn't always readily agree to tidying up, but you know, um, she knows it's an expectation. So most of the time, I don't get too much pushback. So I think if you build that habit and that expectation in your home, um, it becomes a lot easier. Um, you know, so again, start small with them. It doesn't have to be 20 minutes to start if it's a real struggle, but just like continue to build that habit. So I really hope you enjoyed that. I found that shifting my mindset away from one and done type of thinking to consistent action when it comes to approaching change and it comes to um, creating routines and habits and the way I want to live has really, really helped me because I think um, I came to a lot of things thinking, okay, I'm going to tackle this and then I'm going to complete it and then it's over. And the truth is with a lot of stuff in life, it's more about continuous action, you know, with laundry, with dishes, with exercise, with decluttering, with any of those things, we're going to be continually showing up to them. Um, it can look different at different points in life, but that as long as we can hold on to the idea that we're going to be continually taking action on things um, instead of checking something off of a list, it makes it a lot easier to come back to tackle and approach these things. So I really hope you enjoyed that and I'll see you again next week. That's all for today. I'll see you again next week. And if you liked today's episode and found it helpful, I'd be so grateful if you would write a review. If you do, your name will be entered for this month's giveaway. You can also share with another mom who would be helped by listening. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at Simple Intentional. Thanks for listening.